Hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay, sorry. <laughs> hey guys. Welcome back to A Girl with a Joint. That was my sound bowl. Um, I'm just gonna set the vibes real quick. But long time no see. Let me light a candle. You know. Just when I get into a good headspace. Let me correct that. Just when I get into an even better headspace. This? Yes. I'm like, ah, I haven't done this in a month. <laughs> Y'all just didn't see the last video that I did do. That's the only problemo. Um. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel, A Girl With A Joint. My name is Anastasia. And today we are talking about taking accountability for your life. It's been a while since I've recorded a video, or not since I've recorded a video, but since I've uploaded a video. I recorded one in February. Um, and I'll do like a little update, I guess, uh, as far as what's taken me so long to drop another video. Last year was like a super huge um, turning point in my life. I came to a lot of conclusions for myself. I refocused, recentered, realigned myself. I'm back like on a really good pace and I'm feeling really good. And it's been a while since I felt this good. And I am now six months, no weed. Okay, let me correct that. Six months, no smoking period and going on seven okay and I'm just really excited I just feel really clear-minded I feel really good I haven't been feeling um out of my body disassociated um I just feel very present these days and I'm really enjoying it and I think between all the things that have happened last month not last month last year for me I just needed like a little bit of space to get into a routine of life again and now that I'm back on like this new version of myself I just needed to find what works with me what doesn't work with me trying to just get back on a schedule or having some sort of stability in my life again so since then um, I've just been working on my clothing line, Limited Agenda, if you didn't know, on Instagram, Agenda with two A's. And I've just been doing hair and makeup and being on set, <laughs> you know, regular shit. And having fun again, yeah, which has been nice. Like, I feel like I went into, like, a hole of, like, no fucking fun and now i'm having fun again and i'm enjoying it and i feel hot and sexy and young and on my shit so i'm ready to pop my shit again 
Welcome back to the fucking channel. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not. Anyways. <laughs> so this video has been planned for a while. Um, and it's about taking accountability for your life. Another thing, sorry, I'm getting off topic again, but another reason as to why it's taken me a while to record this video, and I mentioned this in a video I recorded and never posted, but it's just along the lines of, I was trying to figure out what my podcast looked like when I'm not going through like severe emotional distress. <laughs> yeah. So now that I've settled those things and I feel like clear minded and grounded, and I don't have like a huge whirlwind of like unconventional chaos popping up. I feel safe and I didn't know what my podcast looked like feeling safe, so to speak. So it just took me a while also to like get my thoughts in order and figure out what's going on there. But now we're back. Happy 2023. We are the third month into, so 333 is my number. So like, I don't know, maybe this is special, I guess. I'm so excited. And my anniversary actually is, my anniversary passed, but my anniversary for my clothing line. I've had my clothing line, I believe going on two years two or three years, I think. Might need to scratch this off. I don't remember, 100%. Um, and I think I had my podcast for six months as well. Six months no smoking, six months podcast, yeah. Pretty sure that that's how that panned out. Um, but back to business, okay, 716, cool. Um, New Year Elevated Me, this podcast is about taking accountability for your life. So all of my previous podcast titles and concepts play into this one. Um, as I stated, like, and I've stated this in multiple podcasts, but like I was going through a lot of the time when I've started this podcast and... You know, I was able to use it as an outlet to like discuss and process and like literally it aided me in coming back into realignment with myself. And since doing that, this taking accountability for my life is a result of me creating this podcast. Um, I had to come to terms with where I was at in life, what I was going through, um, how I played a role in the position I was at like at that time in my life and holding myself accountable to the damage that's been done so to speak um I started smoking when I was 16 and this sounds so like dramatic but I'm not trying to be dramatic but I love weed like if you know me I was stoner girl, stoner, stoner girl down. You know what I mean? Like that's why this fucking podcast is named what it is, but it's literally, I've been smoking since I was 16. So not heavily, but like as the years progressed, as life continued, obviously the weed mass continued as well. The tolerance continued as well. Um, and 
I have not ever smoked as much as I've smoked last year in my life. And with all the things packed onto one another, it was really a coping mechanism for me to disassociate from life. I have, I do this thing <laughs> where when I'm going through a lot of hardships or I'm in emotional distress, or I learned this really unhealthy coping mechanism when I was young to detach from my reality and my circumstances was learning how to disassociate from my body. I feel like, um, trigger warning possibly, but like a lot of sexual assault um, individuals are keen in doing that. I think women are very keen in doing that as well, just because we're oftentimes put in uncomfortable or dangerous situations. And sometimes you, like there is a feeling of a lack of control, especially over your own body, which is your home. So like not having control over your sense of safety is, can cause disassociation. So I learned this really unhealthy coping mechanism when I was younger and it's helped me in a lot of like, un even though it's an unhealthy coping mechanism, it helped me in a lot of ways through going through what I've went through and it not affecting me as it could have, you know, as much. And being in the situations that I've went through, learning like having that unhealthy mechanism worked well for me throughout my like adolescence but now that i'm an adult it's not beneficial to being a like a fully functioning adult and being a fully functioning person just like in society um i think it's really optimal for the society that we're in to have dissociated members and to have people that are not in tune with themselves and not aware of their circumstances or their surroundings because you're easily able to be playing into a simulation and play into the quote-unquote matrix so to speak um so i basically had to unlearn that coping mechanism that helped me for so long and that's like a huge revelation and even just talking about it i'm like shocked <laughs> actually but that's a huge revelation that i had to have um last year that I was unlearning as like life was going on but I didn't realize that I was unlearning it for so long and I didn't realize how badly I needed to unlearn that and how quickly I had to unlearn that so that I can be aware of where I was so I can be safe you know and like remain in safe environments and learning to do that while in unsafe environments made me really acceptable I believe that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> but it made me really accessible to being accessible. It made me really accessible to being in very unsafe environments and being in unsafe circumstances and learning toxic behaviors and patterns and kind of just getting my entire reality fully fledged in that environment while I'm in my mind not taking it in as much, but it's because I'm not attached to my body and where I am. And I just kind of grew to live life in that manner that it made, it made me really comfortable in situations I shouldn't have been comfortable in. And like adding weed on top of it made everything just like much lighter. And I feel like 
I've been this nonchalant and I've been, I've said this um, in the last video that you didn't see, so I'm gonna stop referencing it. Um, but I said that I basically turn into an NPC, like a non-playable character. Like I, if you weren't like a romantic partner of mine or like a really, really close friend, you probably didn't know, and even my friends for the most part, like don't really know a lot about what's been going on internally. I internalize everything. And because I became a non-playable character, I tried my hardest to never affect anybody negatively. Um, because that's just like not my character and I don't want that to be like a part of my character or my essence. So it was almost like, because I like internalized everything and every thought and emotion and any criticism, critique, all those things I internalized for so long, it got to like a tipping point as something does when you bottle up your emotions or your anger or whatever and you basically like explode. But I also was like, because I trained myself pretty much to not do that and that's a part of like my childhood trauma is not vocalizing my feelings or emotions or anything. It took me a long time to know what that looked like to understand what my explosion looked like because I even pretty much planned what that was going to look like for myself um I didn't want it to be like something catastrophic where it felt like everything was ending and like I had nothing but the reality is something already ended for me and I did already have nothing and I already emptied out everything and I already released my attachment to everything and I was so ready for the version of myself that existed inside of me to finally say something and speak up and like pretty much own who I am that I walked away as peacefully as possible that I could without ripping everybody a new asshole pretty much. So I guess you could say I'm like pretty fucking graceful. <laughs> like <laughs> pretty much that's what I learned how to be um, in light of my traumas and learning coping mechanisms, learnt coping mechanisms. Um, so like, yeah, this podcast literally is a form of me taking accountability for my life, for my actions, for the things that I speak about behind closed doors that can either be retained or not retained. Um, my worldview, the things that I care about, the things that I'm passionate about, I want to share and I want to have this conversation with more people and I want to be able to like be vulnerable with more people and like be open and not be so like closed off necessarily because I do feel like I have an ability to see people and see them in a way that's like super deep and meaningful and like feeling seen by a person is an amazing feeling and it's literally my superpower I would say um which I cherish very deeply to my heart but it is exhausting to an extent you know because then you become like a therapist for many and that's literally what led me to even doing life coaching and basically trying to profit off of this gift I would say I have. 
Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I literally lost my train of thought. So let me finally get to what's on my paper. <laughs> so I wrote this down. It says the three C's, clarity, commitment, and courage. Um, finding clarity, I think, comes with time and wanting it. Um, being honest to yourself, being honest about where you are in life, being truthful to who you are as a person, and finally allowing um, you to take off those rose-colored glasses because, yeah, you may have coped with the circumstances that you're in, but if you're not happy with it, if you're dwelling in something and sitting on your feelings and just like everything is festering up within you and inside of you, it's just completely an unhealthy fucking pattern. Um, and being able to have clarity and take it for the God honest truth of whatever that is, whatever that looks like, will work out in your favor. Like being delusional, I know is super funny and it's used on social media and everyone says that, but like the reality of it is it's really detrimental obviously to our health, our mental health, what re literally reality it's detrimental to reality because we then elevate these delusional figurative characters literally like a storybook and give them platforms to speak about things that they have no business speaking on and it literally just rotates into the cycle of why society is in the manner in which it is in and i just think it's disgraceful <laughs> okay um so I think being honest, being honest with yourself, being honest with others, um, finally being able to assert your boundaries and say your boundaries, but you have to know them for yourself in order to even vocalize it. Um, commitment is literally just making a commitment to yourself, making a- I would love this to record and stay recorded, please and thank you. I'm almost done. I'm gonna wrap it up really quickly, okay? <laughs> Um, commitment is, like I was saying, um, commitment, making a commitment to yourself, making a commitment to honor yourself, respect yourself, um, honor your boundaries, vocalize that, um, standing up for yourself and the things that you believe in, regardless of the object that's in front of you. Um, whether that's a workspace, whether that's a family situation, whether that's a romantic situation, whether that's um friends you know just making a commitment to be true to yourself in like the most vulnerable honest way possible i think is super effective to helping you remain accountable for your life um and it just takes courage like jumping off that you know once you jump off the cliff yeah <laughs> once you jump off the cliff you will obviously be able to continue the pattern. Once you start something, you will be able to maintain it. It just takes starting. Starting, I think, is the hardest part, um, which is why like, I've talked about having a podcast for years, um, and it took me going through like probably my lowest point to like want to do something for myself, which in light of all the situations that were going on, it was like, I just needed to grasp on to something to mean something to me and doing something that really meant something for me. And you know, this, this is a fragment of that. Like this is something that I've wanted to do for years and doing things for myself selfishly is not something I do often.
um, yeah. And ways to show accountability. I think being proactive rather than reactive, being proactive for the things that you want, going after the things that you want, setting yourself to an idea and sticking by it and standing through it, I think is a way to like hold yourself accountable to your own dreams, like your passions, whether it's a project, whether it's a conversation that you're putting off, whether it's a boundaries that you're refraining from actually vocalizing. Um, be proactive in that set time aside to honor yourself and you know respect yourself and do something for yourself all it takes is reframing your mindset and how you believe about like what you believe in things so that you're more encouraged to do something for yourself because you know you should because you deserve it um and i said ra rather than reactive because i think it's really common and it's almost trendy to be super reactive to situations emotionally, which I think can be based off of ego. Um, being reactive to conversations that are getting had with you, being reactive to situations that are occurring, not giving it the time of day to actually process, you know, and think about it, I think, fully, is something that we should like take more consideration into. Um, showing up for yourself obviously whether whatever that looks like you know just like if you say something do it if you obviously if it's healthy beneficial you know makes sense um but showing up for yourself can be anything um even if it's the smallest things i think we should start like just cherishing and honoring the small things because it'll make the big things worthwhile you know like bringing back that excitement and the joy and like the childlike wonder essentially of like having things being appreciative of where you are in life like what your bedroom looks like right now which is not something that you had as a child like and it's probably something you really really wanted and you don't even realize that you're fully living out your childhood dreams in these very minute ways um i think is nice um, accepting criticism is a way, I think, to be and hold yourself accountable. Um, even though we don't like hearing things bad about us or, like, we don't really like, you know, people's opinions on us. Because especially if you think someone's projecting or being misguided or misled, I think it's just important to hear people out and not give an emotional response, but maybe give a logical response. Like learning the things that I've learned in school makes me very less emotionally reactive. Like there's very few times I allow myself to react on emotion, which is a flaw within itself. But being super logical and analytical just helps me maintain like fact, fact over matter. Like the fact is X, Y, and Z happened. The fact is this is how it was reacted to or this is what's going on. Like if you hold facts up versus like perceptions and ideas and philosophies, like these are things that can't, they have no substance to really stand on. I think it really can like separate what we should be holding judgment to or holding on to or holding, you know, like possession of in a sense 
and things that you can literally let go because sometimes you can't get over the personal experience, the human experience, right? Um, it's difficult. It's not easy, like <laughs> nothing, but it's like, if you change your ideology, if you change your perception on things, it can be easy if you want it to be. If I say something's easy, then it's gonna be easy for me because that's the energy I'm putting out and that I'm going into something. I'm not thinking of something super challenging and meticulous. I'm thinking of everything in my life being easy and easygoing and fun-loving and when it's not, it's not aligned to me. Therefore, I'm gonna react to it logically. Getting professional on that ass. Giving Karen. No, because Karen's emotional. Don't give Karen. I don't have an example <laughs> of who's super analytical. Literally at all. <laughs> um, besides me, giving stops on that ass. Yes. Um, a way to show up and show accountability is learning how to communicate effectively, learning how to communicate um, to various different groups of people. Not everyone has the same communication style, learning people's communication styles, taking time to really assess situations and being gentle with it, I think is keen. Obviously, you don't be gentle to a giant who's trying to stomp on you all the time, but if you have the patience to do so, do it. You know, like every, you should know um, what's your tipping point. Cause when you know what your tipping point is, where that boundary is crossed, then you know how to gauge situations and you know like what you're willing to take and handle and what you actually can. And I think everyone's different, which is why it's important to kind of like have blanket conversations about like what makes you feel like this, like what makes you feel this way. How does that affect us? How does that affect one another? Um, it's okay to be meticulous in like yourself and learning who you are and learning about the people you care about, I think. Um, setting clear expectations slash boundaries. That's the easiest way, I think, to also hold yourself accountable because if you have a clear set expectation, then you know exactly where you're going for, you know what you're aiming for, you know how to get it. And if you don't know how to get it, you can figure out how to get it. But having that line of, excuse me, hold on. Gross. Not gross, natural, whatever. Um, but having that line of expectation or having that line of the boundary, I think helps, especially when you're looking for a result at the end of the day. Like if you want a specific result, you need to set an expectation and then it's easier for people to figure out if they're aligned to whatever expectation is being set. For example, if I say, um, in order to be my friend, you need to meet X, Y, and Z requirements because this is what's aligned with me and who I am. If at that point you cannot align to that whatever type of time I'm on, then that should just be a boundary. Like, okay, now I can position you. Maybe you can't be a friend of mine. 
maybe you can be this to me. Maybe we can work out a way where, okay, we might enjoy each other's company, but it might not be beneficial for one another. So we need to set an expectation that we have for one another. I think trying to manipulate yourself into being or meeting a criteria that you don't fit is exhausting. And I can't imagine, you know, doing that. I just think it would be exhausting at a point, like it would get to a point where you're over it and you don't want to fake it anymore. So if you have a boundary, set it, talk about it, even if you don't know it immediately, but you might get to know it as you're going. So once you get to know something about yourself, it's okay to rewrite the expectations you have for things. That's how relationships are everlasting and long and effective is because they're constantly communicating. We are people, we evolve consistently, things are not the same, everything is changing simultaneously at all times. So like, you really can be a different person tomorrow than you are today because you had an epiphany, you had a thought, something snapped for you to just reach this new point. So I think it's important um, to just set expectations and boundaries for yourself. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's really all I have for this. I just wanted to like finally come back, say hey everyone, <laughs> say what's up, tell you I'm okay, tell you what's been going on. Um, I have a new episode coming that's going to be really exciting and super cool. So I'm like, looking forward to you guys seeing that and maybe that'll become a new series. I didn't really get to introduce it when I did film it, so I'm just gonna take this little time to pretty much introduce what my next video is probably gonna be. It is me basically doing a live one-on-one -on -one live coaching session with someone new that I met recently. So it's gonna be a few sessions, obviously, because you can't dive into everything upon first um, meeting especially because I'm normally when I do my like live life coaching sessions, they're like more intimate and they're done one-on-one -on -one and I'm able to like kind of be more, what's the word? I can't think of the word that I'm looking for right now, but intrusive. I'm able to be a little bit more intrusive because I feel like it's more intimate and like there's like a lack, like we, we have both lowered our boundaries to an extent so being that that was my first time meeting him and our first time like really getting into what I do and who I am and like how I show up in the world, um, we're gonna do a few more sessions just to like find out what's the core reasoning behind it. But it's just gonna be a super cool conversation. Um, we also did like a tarot reading at the end, which was super nice. Um, these are things that I enjoy and I'm not really keen on like I'm not really good at like marketing this side of me and this version of myself because I just feel like, I don't know, the market's weird, social media is strange, authenticity does what it does. Um, but the moral of the story is I probably gonna, I might make that a series, you know, like that's something that I was thinking about definitely when I first started doing my podcast and it was something I wanted to do with a different person in my life at the time but it's basically like having live life coaching sessions where I basically analyze and study 
my human <laughs> in front of me and in front of you guys and you just kind of see like what that looks like the process for me the process of having certain kinds of conversations and we really just want to normalize it especially for like black and brown communities like life coaching tarot reading um this like more unconventional but like starting to get mainstream side of spirituality and like therapy and mental health um we're just trying to like take it away from the market i guess that it's in currently and shift it to a different market that would really be beneficial for it for our community and just seeing how that pretty much plays out um i think it's just super keen for people that are privileged celebrities um white people people of financial freedom to have the liberty of having like a therapist or a life coach consistently that holds them accountable and like basically aids them in this journey of life when you feel like the people around you are unable to um finding someone who enjoys doing it enjoys checking up on people enjoys you know um having certain kinds of conversations with people i think is nice and white people are milking the fuck out of it and they're benefiting gratefully off of pretty much people like this so i think just norm our main goal is to normalize it within black and brown communities and basically showcasing like this unconventional me being the unconventional person who does a little bit different types of work and you know hope that is taken nicely but that's pretty much all i have for today follow me on instagram at anastasia riley that's my personal instagram follow my podcast instagram request me to like keep up any updates that's where i'm a little bit more vulnerable and like open and you know i'd be spilling my tea i guess about life um at a girl with a joint um a girl with a joint is located on all social media platforms sorry all streaming platforms you can find us on and thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed i hope you guys are all doing well i'm sorry it took me so long getting back into everything i hope it was worth it and if you haven't listened to my other podcasts go check them out my favorite personal favorite is episode three childhood wounding i think literally start there and then you can just kind of free branch i would actually i would say go childhood wounding ego projection in the patriarchy and then all about love or all about love then projection and patriarchy and then here taking accountability um if you guys have any topics that you guys might want me to speak on or reach just literally message me on instagram show me hit me up let me know we are trying to normalize introspective conversations non-drama filled topics on social media and being vulnerable and open and honest and emotional and fucking dope in real life <laughs> Trying to translate that on social media in a time of clout chasing, troll ass, weird ass, immature ass, you get the fucking gist of it.
Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>